and welcome to episode number 13 of the Back to Football podcast. That's the number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football. We're in August now. The championship kicks off tonight as we're recording on Friday. Indeed. The second here. And that voice you can hear chiming in in the background is that of my returning co-host yeah. John Miller. John how are you? Very well thank you. I thought I had to leave you for a week as you mentioned on the episode before that I'd been on a run yeah. and I thought I can't have that mate, I can't have that, I need to just <laughs> do a disappearing act. Yeah. Uh, so I had to get uh, Greg the Egg in. Yeah Greg the Egg uh, sat in on last week's show uh, which was recorded not on that Thursday that was like the disgusting day. That mm. Thursday it was like 39 degrees or 30. Yeah, hot. If it's going to 38 point something, I'm rounding up to 39. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it was sweaty. I recorded it at home in the kind of little room that I've got that's set up as a as a studio, and it was just just like I was like sweating, like you know when the and you go for a run or you cycle or something yeah. in the back of your head is wet yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was like the end of just, head. just a very yeah. kind of um low energy podcast um i had a sweaty head so um i'm pretty happy for it to be back in the in yeah. the low to mid 20s yeah. uh here in london t-shirt weather well it's podcast weather i'd yeah. say podcast <laughs> weather <laughs> probably t-shirt weather still yeah i think anything above 20 is, is t-shirt weather yeah i'd say that. i'd agree yeah um yeah. but yeah so what, what did you get up to in, in your time away from um the podcast? well dan the reason i wasn't around last week was i was supposed to be moving house right you know, you know doing the old upgrade you know um you know garden 2.4 and that <laughs> jazz um you know you have my tools ready to go yeah but um there was some delays in the chain right. um so uh I needed Khaleesi, Breaker of Chains, to yeah, come and breaker sort this of out. Change, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a the, big the, retail character. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's so, not even yeah. retail, is it? It's um, what's the realtor, realty in America? Yeah, is it? Is, a re- realist? What are you talking about? Real estate. Real estate. Yeah, yeah real estate. I said retail. You said retail. Is, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, re- real estate broker to come and sort that out. Yeah, no, it's just um, it's now been postponed. Um, at the moment, we have the twelfth, but we're still yet to uh, exchange, I believe that's what it's called. Yeah. So um, um, hopefully that will go through today or Monday and then I'll be moving into my new abode on the 12th. Nice. Stressful, stressful. Yeah. Like my house is just full of boxes now and like there's things I want to use and I'm like, no, oh I man, to- I packed that. That's at the bottom of the box. Like, oh, yeah. what am I going to do? Um, so yeah, I've got a few scars on my legs, you know, tripping up oh, really? on a few bits and pieces. Did you build the boxes yourself? Yeah, a few flat pack boxes and uh, get that old, um, we've got one of those tape, you know, those uh, rolly things when you like. Oh nice, when you tape the, things the, up. the box, yeah, and you just kind of just roll it along. Like Amazon like, warehouse type. Yeah, yeah, setup. exactly, yeah, proper Amazon warehouse. Zero hour contract. Yeah, uh, exactly, yeah, all, we're all on it. Yeah. Amazon yeah. are getting paid. Yeah, um, yeah so you missed... Obviously, like you said, Greg was on the show. Um, we did a Mount Rushmore segment on um, comedy shows or sitcoms. Oh, nice. Um, off the top of your head, do you have a favourite uh, comedy programme of all time? That, that Fresh you... Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh Prince. Yeah. That's a good shout. Any? Yeah. Could you, off the top of your head, name three more that would go into your... Into, into my Mount Rushmore? Um, what did I used to really laugh at? Um... Oh, I mean, oh god, I don't, I don't. Really, uh, don't Any uh, British ones? Yeah, do you know what? Right, when I was Gavin younger, I used to like. Um, uh, no, uh, you know what? Yeah, right? when Gavin and Stacey came out, I was a bit of a. I'm going to use the term loosely, a bit of a roadman. So <laughs> <laughs> like a bit out and about. I weren't watching TV much, and you know, just roaming the streets. But yeah. um, a bit before before that time, I, 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 I used the term a bit loosely. Um, what's that lady? Um, uh, Ab Fab? No, I used to really laugh at it. I used to come on on the weekend. Go, Catherine Miss, Tate. And the woman was called Mrs. Bouquet. Oh, uh, keeping, keeping up, up appearances. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that makes them that Rushmore, but I used to, my mum used to watch that and I used to watch it and I used to laugh quite a bit. That was Good. quite funny. A bit old school. And Frank. the old Only Fools and Horses as well. That'd probably get on there, to that be was fair. On, that, that made it to Greg's yeah, list. Yes, I, I agree with that, Greg. That's got to be up there, especially as a yeah. British. Um, Absolutely Fabulous was pretty cool as well. Yeah. Fab. yeah that Joanna was cool. Lumley. Joanna Lumley, yeah. 
That's some good ones there. there yeah, um, that's that's a Mount Rushmore. That's four. There you Earth go. I think Fresh Prince is my is is is, is, is number one. Number one. Yeah. That's the George Washington uh, place on on your Mount Rushmore. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then we also covered what's been going on in football in the back to football segment. Largely, a lot of it was Gareth Bale. Yeah. Um, related, but. You probably wouldn't have liked the show too much uh, when you listen back to it, as it was all Spurs related. Yeah, in, you got in, Spurs it up, mate. yeah. You spurs up the you're show. Not a big Spurs guy. Are you? No, no, no. You Spurs up the show, man. Very impressed. <laughs> really um, so we've got a big subject to talk about. Um, it's come to an end. It's been pretty much in in the opening twelve episodes of our podcast. It's featured probably yeah. in every one. Yeah, and that time's coming Staple. to an end. So I know there will be some listeners um, that will be very happy that uh, this show has come to an end, but you will have to endure just one more, one more. segment on the greatest show ever that's now going to be here for two series two a year. Two series a year. Love Island. So let's talk about that then straight away. Two series a year. Are, are you happy about that? I'm ecstatic. Yeah. I am ecstatic. I, I heard, is one going to be in South Africa? South Africa, yeah, that's yeah. where they'll be filming it. Yeah, uh, Cape, Cape Town, right in January. Um, Get my application ready. <laughs> Get them press ups going. Yeah, you, can, you, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure Holly would be too, yeah, too pleased about you appear, appearing on Love Island uh, in yeah. South Africa. But um, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's good. I think I've always sort of said that being able to watch something like Love Island at 9pm in the winter when it's cold, dark, yes, yeah. um, disgusting yeah. outside would be much better than spending your, kind of your whole summer inside at 9 o'clock watching it. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. I think that's a good shot. There was, you definitely like feel like... Wasted. I'm not going to lie. There's probably been one or two occasions where I've been like, I'm not going to that because I want to get back in time for Love Island. Or I've left maybe a work event or something where I've gone like... Yeah, like I've got to get home and the missus is going out. And I'm like, no, nah, that's yeah. just leaving because I want to watch Love Island. That's so, it. And even even there's a there's a decision as well where it's like, okay, I'll stay out a little bit longer, but I need to get back for 10 o'clock to watch it on Plus wait, One. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And then in, in a complete disaster situation, um, you can, you know, you can watch it on ITV Hub or whatever yeah. it's called. But you haven't got long, you've got, because it's every day, isn't it? Yeah. Unless you miss uh, Fridays, then you can catch up on Saturday, but then there's the, these unseen bits or whatever else. Yeah. So you've really got like 20 hours pretty much. Yeah, you know, to, to kind get of it squeeze done. it in. Uh, yeah. yeah, they need maybe like a little highlights package. I mean, I guess if you go on Twitter, if you go on social media, you do get mm. a really good snapshot of what's happened. And I mean, every single newspaper now and every news outlet seems to report on Love Island. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's proper genuine news anyway now. So, um, yeah, but a series in January, I certainly welcome it. I mean, can you imagine sitting there? Uh, Premier League's on midweek Premier League and then that, that finishes well do you know what right straight over to ITV2 do you know what yeah oh, that's a that's a that would be good I, I mean I guess some games if it's like an 8 o'clock kickoff it will overrun it's going to overrun isn't it depends catch, on who it is depends you, on who's playing yeah and you can if catch, it's a Wolves v you know yeah Sheffield or something I don't know I might have to well if you've got certain like sick apps that we use yes, um, yes. then you can yes. have it on the telly exactly. and on your phone you could be watching Arsenal versus, let's say, Everton. Yeah. Um, have you seen plans for Everton's new stadium? No, I haven't. I've so this one. Could save it for the back to football bit, but yeah, Everton, um, they've put it out for like public um, approval, I guess, or whatever. It goes to a, a committee and um, council and everything gets to vote on it, but they're thinking of building a new like 50,000 oh, wow. seat stadium on the Docklands um, okay. in, in Liverpool. So. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I'll check the, that out, mate. The, the new best stadium in, in Liverpool, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, what's uh, what's Anfield? Is it 40-something? Is it 48 or 40? I don't know. Um, it's, it went up quite a lot. We'll fact-check it right yeah. here, live on the yeah. Back to Football podcast. That's we the number one podcast. Have a little guess. Who's, who's closest? All I'm right. going to say 44,000. I think it's more, because they put that new, new stand in. I'm going to go with 56. Okay. And closest wins. The answer, let's find the old, here we go, Wikipedia, 54,074. Oh, wow. You smashed me there, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think before it was about 46, yeah. before they put that new thing in. Um, but yeah, that, that that was us going back to football way before we yeah, should actually we, go back we to football the gun, on yeah. our show. Um, 
Love Island then, the finals happened. Um, who won? Who won? Well... Did you expect it as well? Like, I want to know that. Um, I kind of, yeah. Not initially. Obviously, up yeah. until probably about midway through the show, it was all like... I think initially everyone was kind of like Curtis and, and Amy and then he oh, hired yeah, her off yeah, and yeah. then everyone was kind of like, nah, he ain't going to win it. And then it was kind of back to Molly May and, and Tommy. But I think the problem that they had is... For some reason, Miley May didn't come across well in the yeah. show. The kind of the talk on social media and stuff was like, well, she wasn't really as interested in him as he was in her. So, and obviously, you saw with the episodes with the Sun or the twit tweets and stuff like that that they read out yeah, the challenges. Yeah. It was always negative about Molly May, like, oh, she's not genuine or etc. Yeah. So then it was kind of like when that started happening, I was like, they're not going to win. And then I was thinking maybe OV, but then the whole Michael thing happened. And because she chose um, Greg. Greg, I think that I from then I thought maybe she could win. But then I thought, I don't know, Greg's come in, has he done enough? And maybe she's won it on her own. But I think that whole narrative of her not going back to the man yeah. that treated her bad, I think the, the sisterhood, the female sisterhood kind of got behind that. And I think I... I yeah, I was texting somebody while while the show was on, and I was like, "Yeah, I think I think Amber." So yeah, I, I kind of called it like on the night, but it was, but I was still thinking that because Ovi was really popular as well. So I was thinking, you know, he could he could maybe sneak in, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he he finished third, didn't he, in the end? Um, but I, I personally think she did. She won it on her own. Like, yeah, I, I think Greg was like Greg was a nice guy for the like one and a half two weeks or so that he mm. was in there but really if you look at it he wasn't tested yeah. at all like every other couple like or at least all of the early days couples like have people come in mm. and get tested have Casa Amor get yeah. tested Greg was just able to come in be in a kind of a saviour mode straight away because yeah. he was the he was the nice guy the anti-Michael of that mm. so he got he got that like off the bat which I think was kind of gifted to him and then all he had to do was just Treat be, well. be nice, nice for two yeah. weeks have no tests go on all these like really nice recap kind of style dates and like I mean, fair play to the guy. Like, yeah. he's, he's done well, and he's, done very he's, well. he's already obviously had a bit of a public profile anyway. So, I think he's not done himself. He's not done any damage mm. maybe to that profile. Which, whereas you, if you looked at someone like Curtis, where they've come in and he already had a bit of a public profile, and he mm. worked for Strictly Come Dancing Ireland, and wants to be. I think he's going to be on. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race as well I think he's he's one of the new judges on that Um, one of the new dance coaches not sure I don't watch the show no I don't don't plan to start watching it but but I know he's uh, he's going to be on it in in some way whereas I think you know his time in the villa and and things that happened maybe with him and him and Amy I think you know having will have a negative impact on his his career going yeah. forward. Whereas someone like Greg was obviously lucky enough because he's a sportsman. Same with Ovi in a way. Like yeah. Ovi's Ovi's like completely the other end of the spectrum to Curtis. Like he's just I don't I struggle to think of someone that came across as well as Ovi has yeah. come across on that show. Like yeah. he has done himself, you know. A, a huge, um, I don't know what the word would be, but service. Service, yeah. He's done himself a, a huge service in terms of just getting his, <coughs> getting his character across, and actually just being like a really genuine, funny. Um, yeah. And he was in there guy. for a long time, so he yeah. was. It's like with Greg, no one knows what he's really like. Like if he yeah. got tested and stuff, exactly. no one knows if he would have just been like ah, and been a bit of yeah. a maniac. It was Ovi like he was like he was tested with the yeah. whole. Um, he went through the whole Anna situation yeah. with Jordan and he didn't throw his toys out the pram to a degree. He no. did have a, a slight argument with Anna, but Anna was a very argumentative person. Yeah. Um, so he just kind of held his own. And in fact, he actually got up and walked away from it. And she was like, you're going to walk away. And he just kind of walked, walked away. Yeah. And was like, you've, you've chose Jordan, you know, have her. But that was just obviously his man pride was a little bit hurt, which is understandable. Like, yeah. Um, but he had that test and yeah. And he, he come out the other side of it and, yeah, you know, put his best foot forward, and yeah, he's done well. I'll say Tommy as well, because obviously, as discussed in previous shows, I knew of Tommy before because obviously through boxing and Tyson Fury's brother, and I'd um, 
seen him in interviews um, talking about like his first few fights and maybe his opinion on Joshua or whatever else. But it was kind of like, ah, you're only like two fights in, like just kind of just wait. Because at, at those stages as a boxer, you're literally boxing potato sacks with dreadlocks or potato sacks <laughs> with legs or whatever. It's just yeah. literally just no one until you get to about 10, 15 right. fights. So it was kind of like, I oh, will wait and see, like we'll, we'll check in with you in a year or two. But for him to, I was thinking about him the other day actually, I was thinking, will he go back to the boxing or will other opportunities come his way where he's like, oh, I can be a presenter or something and yeah. I'll just not do the boxing anymore. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what he does. Like, would he choose to get punched in the face for a living? Um, when and train he, for yeah. for three months at a time and not eat yeah. anything that he wanted to. Uh, apparently, did you see the thing about, um, they were saying that he goes through like half a bottle of mayonnaise a day yeah. in the yeah. show, on the show. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure when he's training he wouldn't be no, exactly. caning it on the mayo <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, that's an interesting one. And I think also like, as for as a couple, would Molly May mm. want Tommy to be because tra- training as a boxer is is a yeah. full time thing, isn't it? Like yeah. if you're in a if you've got a fight coming up, obviously you there's a there's an amount of skill involved there where you're um, you know you can rely on your natural ability and like you say if you're if you're fighting these lesser contenders in your, in your early career, then maybe yeah it doesn't take as much preparation mm. for each fight, but certainly can't be doing all these like club um, guest appearances and yeah. you know the, the traditional exit yeah. strategy for a, yeah. for a Love Island contestant no 100% so. and that will if he did get caught up in that kind of life that will probably have a negative impact on his boxing yeah. career he'd be getting taken out by somebody hungry yeah. that he's probably got more skill then yeah. but that person that hasn't been doing that and has been focused yeah. would be like he he won't want it. He would just he'd be like, he's not going to want it the same way. So that's quite interesting one to see, to see what he does. Is he going to want it the same way now that he's famous to a degree, but yeah. he's got a platform to get more fame in another avenue or another yeah. area? And I think, like, we, we've talked about it before, but his fights are actually going to be uh, highly anticipated. And yes. I, can, I can see him being on, you know, either BT Sport or Sky, Sky or ITV Boxing or Ooh. whatever, like any of these platforms I'm sure probably I don't know whether there's any sort of pre-contract thing with ITV mm. with him being on, oh, on Love Island at all in the first place that that he he forms part of their kind of boxing strategy but I'd like put it this way I would watch him fight and how many you say he's less than 10 fights it's, it's in. two fights two in. fights in so yeah. am I going to watch any other boxers like third fight no definitely no, not. not at all am I going to watch Tommy Fury third yeah, fight probably. probably yeah. and is you know um, Molly Bloggs yeah, like, yeah. From, <laughs> Molly Bloggs <laughs> Molly was the wrong wrong Bloggs to use there because that's obviously his girlfriend but um, you know Joe Bloggs' girlfriend uh, yeah. is, is she going to watch Tommy Fury's third fight probably yeah. is she going to watch Manny Pacquiao's 45th fight no mm. like, so it definitely opens up you know, a different avenue for, for boxing and, and promotion and marketing. Yeah, definitely. There. If ITV are smart, they'd have got that sewn up and signed, sealed, delivered already, haven't they? Yeah. To be fair, that's a good shout. And whether it will be the same, I mean, I'd be quite interested to see um, Ovi play basketball as Ooh. well. And he's currently playing in the Spanish um, Spanish League, yeah. Murcia, I think he's playing yeah. for. Um, and again, yeah, that might be a thing where he, he might sign a, a decent contract with maybe a UK team. There's not a, not a huge league over here, but there is obviously a yeah. league. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting like what happens now yeah, life after, after, after Love Island. Island. Yeah. Um, well, in terms of the result, were you were you happy? Would you expect? Did you expect it? I must admit, I really didn't. I really didn't expect um, for Amber to win. Um, I had Tommy and Molly May to win all day long even with the the booing and the mm. you know bigger cheers for Amber etc towards the end um, I still thought that it would be um, Molly May and Tommy that would, that would take mm. it home at the end um, so yeah I was really surprised that it yeah that it was Amber that, that came up but yeah I'm happy for them and people are saying now like it's not it doesn't matter it's nothing mm. to you know it's 50k 
for these guys in the short term is nothing. Yeah. Like, um, so, you know, if Tommy's successful at boxing 50K, he'll get that in his fourth, fifth fight or whatever. Like, um, if he's if he's getting kind of big yeah. money and signing yeah, and, contracts. And the thing is, not, a, not any old boxer would, but obviously he probably would, yeah. given off the back of Love Island and yeah. the viewership uh, pay-per-view numbers. He's, he's a pay-per-view star now without even doing anything I reckon yeah. um, he's a, definitely a pay-per-view star um, people are going to want to see him and, and he's the got, casuals will want to see him yeah. right? and we said it in the last show he's he's a new, he's the next man to take after AJ in terms of pay-per-views yeah, um, yeah. there's no one on AJ's level at the moment in term, apart from maybe a Pacquiao um, I think but I do think like Tommy Fury you know, could, could, could potentially do some bits yeah, yeah. um quick recap then on our Love Island draft um, that we've been running this uh, on this podcast I had Amber Tommy and Molly well. uh, Greg, Greg was never drafted um, you had Ovi I think was your I highest Ovi. finisher yeah Ovi was your highest I was, I was my highest finisher yeah I had, yeah. I had um, Moira in there or as Curtis's mum Moira uh, Moira um, no it was the other way around was it her name was Moira. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Curtis's mum called her Moira. Moira. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, couldn't get that right, could she? Um, yeah. So that that was it. But yeah, I, I think you gave me a good old paste in there, Dan. Um, good choices. Good yeah. Choices. Luck, to be fair, lucky. Like I like I say, I didn't expect for Amber to win. So it wasn't until we came mm. to do the prep for the show this morning that I actually realised that I'd even won because I I had no idea whether you had Amber or I had Amber. Mm. Um, yeah. But. I think yeah, fair play to her. Like she won it on her own without all the Michael stuff. Would she have won? No, I don't think so. If her and Michael stay as a couple, they finish like third, fourth maybe. Yeah. But because of what happened with Michael, yeah. she wins the show. Yeah. Um, and you know, it is what it is. It is what and it that's is. Pretty much. I think that's a good time. Good time to end. for us to kind of put Love Island to bed for yeah. what have we got about four months? Yeah. Four months time, we'll be talking about. Um, South Africa Love Island um, joining uh, the Back to Football podcast. That's the number one podcast <laughs> for people who probably should talk about something other than football. Uh, it's time for us to make our final transition uh, from Love Island to John's boxing round. Um, that will, well, at least for the next four months, as as mentioned. <laughs> um, I have the uh, the bell ready, so if, if you're good to go, yeah, we'll probably make this more of a conversational one today because there's yeah. obviously a lot that's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get the bell going, but um, I think three minutes is not going to do it justice. So the bell is rung. Um, so much, Dan. So much. I don't know if you've been. Uh, following all the action but there's been a lot of action over the last uh, well tell me about it just we'll to tell you all about it okay well we'll start with the superstar well the um, sort of well didn't superstar well, he's still a superstar but Manny Pacquiao beat Keith Furman in a split decision um, That, if you can remember that was the fight that we were talking about which had no VADA testing so we were yes. thinking boy it's, there's going to be some knockouts and there was a, a knockdown I think uh, Pacquiao knocked him down in the second round knocked down Keith Furman Keith Furman was the, um, the WBA world title holder um, and to be fair to Keith Furman he was he was kind of fading anyway he's been out for a while with injury he's been in inactive and um, you know Pacquiao seems to be getting younger and younger um, so then now on Twitter, you know, Floyd Mayweather can't can't keep himself out of it. He wants the limelight. So there's talk of maybe them maybe doing something again, which I don't think anyone really wants to see, probably apart from Americans, to be fair. Do you think so. Floyd could fight pretty much anyone and, and still mix it at the moment? I've seen him playing basketball recently. He looks fit as ever. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. And I think he was a really... He became a really clever fighter after his hand injury uh, all those years ago, and, uh, and he was just killing people on points. And he comprehensively beat Pacquiao. Um, and if that fight was to happen, I mean, I think they got something like I think Floyd Mayweather got like two hundred and eighty-five million or something like that um, for that for that fight. And silly Floyd money, like one sixty-eight million or something. It's silly money. I definitely think that that probably could be generated again in America at the sort of uh, um, you know in Vegas, but 
I think there would be Vardy testing. Uh, I think uh, for a little bit, Floyd would definitely have that in there, and maybe, maybe I'm not speculate. I'm not um, accusing anything, um, but maybe you wouldn't see the same Manny Pacquiao uh, in that in that fight. But it's a good win for him. I mean, his record is unbelievable. I mean, talking about Mash- Mount Rushmore, I mean, he's never actually been te- he's never actually been found. Uh, he's never failed a drug test, so. Although there is a speculation among the sort of boxing community, he's never actually fell. So he goes on to 62 uh, wins, seven losses, and two draws. I mean, that's yeah, quite an incredible record. It's quite an incredible record. Um, so I mean, if we ever do a bad Mount Rushmore boxing, I think he'd definitely be be making a making an appearance on that. Okay, so moving on to. Uh, the big uh, bout on the 20th. Um, it was a matchroom show at the O2. Dylan White, he has kind of taken that mantle off AJ as a sort of O2, king of the O2. Um, Sellout man. AJ's so, more Wembley now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's a big don. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's, he, I think it was about a thousand shy of selling out, which is still still great. It's still good. Um, and he beat Oscar Rivas. I watched that. I watched that fight actually, and it, you know, um, I think White hurt him in the second. He went in, but Rivas was oh man, he was so powerful. He was like kind of like throwback to Mike Tyson. Like he had the sort of the bobbing and the weaving. He, every punch he threw was just powerful. You know, White was just kind of just deflecting it with his sort of forearms and elbow, but. You know, there were some hairy, scary moments. And in the ninth round, the only knockdown of the fight. You know, Dino White got knocked down in the ninth round. And he, he sort of he came through. Um, so I saw it. I did yeah. see that. Good old the uppercut there. Yeah. Good old uppercut, yeah. Um, but uh, he won a unanimous decision. Um, the fight that I was kind of interested in most was uh, Dave Price with Dave Allen. I've been kind of following Dave Allen sort of since, um, you know, he's uh, sort of taking it seriously and like he's kind of like that people's champion people like Dave Allen like he's kind of a fan's favourite like he's got that sponsorship and links with like Babe Station and I am Bruce <laughs> so it's just kind of like a lad's lad yeah. and I was kind of I think the nation was hoping that you know Dave Allen would like take boxing seriously yeah. and you know you know sort of give it a good go but unfortunately he uh, retired on his stall in the 10th round um, against David Price, um, and yeah, I did watch that fight. It was, it was, it just, it was just too big. David Price just too big, um, too long, too strong, and uh, unfortunately, Dave Allen couldn't close the distance. And Chisora, um, which was another big fight of the night, he KO'd Arta Spilka in the second round. I did see that. That was a, a good KO there. And Arta Spilka went nine or ten rounds with Deontay Wilder. Um, and Dante Wilder's face was just in pieces um, and obviously he caught him with a right hand and put him to sleep and uh, Derek Chisora made mincemeat of him so um, you know that is a fantasy fight I'd like to see which I don't think would happen um, uh, Derek Chisora versus um, Dante Wilder Dante Wilder ain't really a big entity he wants 50-50 for the AJ fight I think if AJ gets those belts back off a Reese it's a big if um, you know, that's put the stumbling block of Wilder's like, well, I want 50-50. And it's sort mm. of the matchroom AJ team are like, well, no, I'm selling out stadiums. You're like barely doing a foul, uh, 100,000 pay-per-views and like yeah. get like 6,000 people to, to come and watch you. I've got like 90 <laughs> and I'm like near enough doing a million pay-per-view buys. Um, but if he wanted to kind of come to the UK, build that UK fan base, don't just all fight. That would be, that That could be, that could run. Um so yeah, I think that, that, that kind of covers the fights, but this, I guess the the key thing out of that is what followed after, you know, 48 hours after. Derek Dillian White, it came out that he had an adverse finding in a UCAD a drug sample, okay. which is uh, was quite interesting. So um, the fight was a WBC sanctioned uh, fight. The WBC have a relationship with VADA, the Voluntary Anti-Doping Agency. Dylan White passed his VADA test, but as he's a UK fighter, UK fighters like AJ, like um, Callum Smith, like Dylan White, like Dylan, um, David Price, Dave Allen, they are tested by UCAD, which is the UK anti-doping agency, along with any anti-doping agency which is aligned with a particular governing body, in this case, VADA. 
So it's a really strange one. No one can read. It's a bit inconclusive because he's somehow had an adverse finding in a UCAT test, but he's passed the VADA test, which <laughs> is really, really strange. VADA's meant to be kind of a higher, yeah, highly, yeah. higher ranked testing agency than UCAD. Um, I mean, the American fighters and any fighter that is not a UK fighter does not have a UCAD. They will have VADA or something else. Um, so uh, at, at present, his um, that fight made him, was for a mandatory position. So he would have been, he is next in line to fight Deontay Wilder um, when that mandatory is called. He isn't currently suspended by the WBC, but I think that will be contested because UCAD isn't part of their contract to, to okay. pass. Yeah. It's Vada, which he passed. So, uh, you know, I think we're still yet to see what the final outcome is of that. And yeah. whether, you know, it would be such a shame. Um, I think Dylan White's built a lot of traction. but He's got a lot of traction behind him. He's, like you said, he's selling out the O2. He's a bit of a fan's favourite because he is not taking easy fights. You know, you're going to sell out a stadium if you're fighting Joseph Parker, you're fighting Anthony Joshua, you're fighting, um, you know, you know, good, solid fighters, Derek Chisora. When Tyson Fury's fighting, uh, you know, God, I don't remember the guy's name. That's how bad it is. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. not, you, people are not taking you, the public are not taking you as seriously because you're not fighting decent opposition. Where Dylan White is, he's putting his mandatory status on the line every time and he's coming out on top and boxing fans are like, Loving him for respecting it, respecting that, respecting that. So, if if it does turn out that there was a problem and the WBC uphold their suspension, it would be a big shame. Um, and then Wilder will be able to keep that belt hostage for a while longer. And we have to just hope Tyson Fury takes it off him when they dance again um, in the near future. So yeah, that one is kind of still up in the air. Um, I would imagine that the legal team are all over it. I think the UCAD. Um, is meant to be um, what's the word um, when you want to keep things private? What's um, confidential? Confidential, and I think there is some legal ramifications of that being leaked. leaked. Um, according to Eddie Earn Hearn, Earn um, <laughs> with Eddie Hearn, um, he Dylan White produced some kind of mitigating circumstances, which then allowed him to fight because the test, the results of that test came out before the fight, so it should have been cancelled. Yeah, but the fight went ahead, so. They're saying, well, why did the fight go ahead? And surely Dylan White must have had some kind of mitigating circumstances or something that must have been brought to the hearing, which would allow the fight to go ahead. But um, that's not good news for him. Uh, not good news for British fight, fight fans who want to see a, a, a unification, I guess, with whoever holds those belts which Wilder's not doing he's not unifying he's not fighting anybody to kind of say I'm the ultimate champion it was AJ who was trying to do that Wilder isn't trying to do that and that kind of delays that really nice um, I've seen uh, just throwing a bit more stateside news that negotiations have broken down with this Canelo Alvarez yes trying to sort out a fight with uh, Derevanchenko I'm not yep. sure I'm giving that uh, it's connect correct pronunciation but uh yeah, that's that's broken down. Which uh, does that mean that Alvarez has been stripped yes. of his IBF middleweight title? Yes, which isn't great. He is he's he's got a good few titles. He's WBC holder as well. And, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, Where would you rank Canelo? Oh, Canelo's got a place on that Mount Rushmore. I mean, yeah. yes, he did fail a drugs test, PD test for that tainted beef. I think mm. it was Clem Um Yeah. Um, and then they came out and said it was tainted Mexican beef. Um, um, he got a six month ban um, for that but um, yeah he's up there man he's 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 definitely a Mount Rushmore contender but yeah the IBF are widely sort of known as the strictest governing body if you've got a mandatory for the IBF and you do not fight your mandatory you get stripped of the belt whereas the other governing bodies a little bit of brown envelope money, a bit of sweetener here, a bit of lubrication there. Yeah. Um, and people can get away with not fighting mandatories for however long. But the IBF, which is why AJ fought Takam. You know, there's a lot of people going, oh, AJ fought Takam. He wasn't a top. He was an, he was an IBF mandatory. Um, right. Well, the IBF mandatory was Pulev. Pulev got injured so, they injured, so they went to the next number number two or number one or whatever, uh, below, uh, uh, was the number two mandatory. And that was um, him. So the IBF doing this, I think it's actually a good thing because if um, 
as a boxer, it doesn't matter whether you're Anthony Joshua, you're Floyd Mayweather, you're Canelo Alvarez, you're Manny Pacquiao, if a governing body puts a mandatory on you, you need to fight that mandatory. You shouldn't be able to pick and choose who you fight because that's where you get cherry-picking situations and people saying, oh, that person was an amazing boxer. Look at their record. They have got 50-0 and 0 or something and it finds out that they've been fighting me and you in a back garden yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. So it's kind of yeah. Logan like... Paul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A Logan Paul team. So I think that's a good thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's the cash cow, isn't he? He's the mega cash cow now that... Um, yeah. Floyd Money Mayweather's retired yeah. so I, I don't know whether that well, is going to be an indefinite thing yeah a, a development from that um, news announcement I guess that the the negotiations are broken down is that the IBF is now expected to uh, officially order a fight between this this Ukrainian guy Derevinchenko yeah, and GGG mm. um, which will be a, a huge fight yeah, Golovkin obviously is yeah Great fighter yes. for me, probably up on my Definitely. my Mount Rushmore. Yeah. At least if we're talking like last five years, last yeah. last six seven years, um, just uh, pure Kazakh muscle <laughs> uh, on that guy. Yeah, he's um, brilliant. He's brilliant. But yeah, so that that's a fight. I guess we have to look forward to. Is there any links between um, this Ukrainian guy? Has he come through like some sort of? Klitschko training camp or is he linked with them at all because not as far as I'm aware of Ukrainian boxers not as far as but he may be I haven't really looked too much into Derevinchenko but he must be good if he's if he's um, yeah he's getting these fights quite early on in his career I think he's 14-15 fights in yeah yeah he must be I mean he probably yeah beat I haven't looked at his box rec to see who he last fought but he probably beat somebody quite high up the rankings and and, to get his name in there to get his name in there um, so yeah, good on good on him. Um, I, I, that would be that be a good fight, um, good fight to see. And that will probably if GGG wins that, that will set up a trilogy um, of the GGG versus Canelo fight, which you know did a lot of pay per views. And I think both the governing bodies want want that fight to happen again. And I think GGG probably wants a another crack at that cherry. Yeah. yeah. My final thing to throw into your boxing. Uh, let's call it a fight today because it's it's several rounds. Um, <laughs> did, did you see this thing, um, Fabio Wardley? Do you know this guy? Um, he's he's on the same um, management company uh, as Dillian White, but there was a video clip of him asking or saying to his trainer in the corner, like mid fight, that uh, asking, "Are we going to go to Five Guys?" after the fight buzzing yeah, yeah. buzzing because and I can I can relate to that yeah like, yeah think, 100% you know this guy's probably been training for X amount of months probably not eating any trying to limit this and that and not have too many fats or carbs yeah, yeah. or whatever he's trying to Big limit blow up. saturated fats Ooh. and um, all of that and yeah so he's, he's mid fight he's thinking about five guys confidence um, what would be if you're your mid fight, you're fighting um, GGG. You've got you've made it to the eighth round. <laughs> you've got you're cut up. You're cut up. <laughs> what are you thinking about eating after that fight? Oh man! And are you going down in the ninth to get it sooner? Oh man, it's got to be a Nando's whole chicken after all of that. Um, a whole chicken Nando's uh, chips, coleslaw, halloumi sides. Nice, um, three yeah that's what I'd do that's what I'd be doing. and yeah I'm about to take that dive especially if I'm not winning uh, if I'm not yeah. winning I'm yeah Throwing I'm taking that, that dive yeah yeah nice yeah definitely towel. retiring my seat um, yeah that's, that's a good one uh, what what is your meal what would what would you go for what would I go for um, it probably wouldn't be a Nando's I think five guys is, is pretty high up the list it'd probably be pizza for me mm. um yeah, I'm not sure. I wouldn't go out and... Actually, there's a place called Pizza... No, Mod Pizza in London. where you sort of... It's a bit like Subway. You make your own, make your own pizza yeah. first. It's great. Love it's that. Yeah. You end up to... with like a million toppings on there. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's very satisfying. To be fair, I should probably take back the Nando's given the fact that I'm like... Vegetarian or vegan or Pescatarian whatever. Pescatarian like. at yeah. the moment. I've kind of gone down to pescatarian from vegetarian. So some kind of fish. A fillet of fish from McDonald's. <laughs> 
Mate, you're not taking a dive in the night. No, 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 not from McDonald's, no. No, you're not. Fight on. Yeah, we'll fight to the death. Uh, going forward, um, I don't know if you saw it was um, announced on the week on the weekend the 20th, 20th that didn't white fight, that Vassal Lomachenko will be taking on Luke Campbell for the WBA Super uh, title, WBC and the WBO lightweight uh, world titles. So um, Luke Campbell, obviously an Olympian. I think they won 2012 Olympics at the same time, but there were slightly different weights. I think um, okay. uh, Luke Campbell, yeah, uh, sort of a public favourite. Vasyl Lomachenko is arguably viewed as pound for pound number one. Um, wow. by most people again he's um, a Ukrainian um, you know he's people just love the way he boxes he's kind of like that sort of that when Muhammad Ali came that kind of oh you're doing something completely different to what everyone yeah, else is doing yeah. type of thing um, and that was when that was announced within 24 hours I believe they sold something like 13,000 tickets within like a day uh, pre-sale tickets or something so you know that's that's going to be a big one. Um, Vasyl Lomachenko coming to the UK. They must have gave him a good fair bit of money. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm considering actually going to that one, actually. I'm considering it. I've never actually been because it, I kind of find it easier or better to watch it on the screen, on, on at home, on the TV, yeah. because you get to see, like, replays and you hear stuff in the corner yeah. and stuff like that. And That's one we should do in uh, Mount Rushmore of sports that are better to watch on TV than yeah. they are yeah, we'll in, definitely in a do stadium. That. We'll definitely F1 do that. would probably, for me, I've not been to F1, but that that's the first sport that comes to mind Like when I think I'd much rather watch that on telly than yeah. be at Silverstone like on the 17th corner. Like yeah. seeing Lewis Hampton drive past me like every three Blink minutes. Blink of an eye, <laughs> blink of an eye. Yeah, same for uh, horse racing actually. Yeah. I obviously been going to Ascot this year for the first time. I I mean, obviously the day is a nice day, but if you if it wasn't that, if you were just going to watch yeah. horse racing, again, you just get to just wherever you're standing, it just zoom past yeah. uh, and that's kind of it. But um, yeah, we'll have a little talk after the show and see see if you fancy. You fancy that? Going, going to watch a bit of boxing? Yeah. Yeah, it could yeah. happen. Oh, right, right on the go. bell That's there. It. Good timing. It's um, a full fight there. It's a full fight. Who won? Yeah, probably you. Um, TKO. So I think um, we should probably quickly move on to our Back to Football segment um, on the uh, Back to Football podcast here. Uh, the championship kicks off tonight. John, if you pull up on uh, on your information source here that you use, um, the, the teams for the championship this year, and what I think we should do is we should do a very, very quick, Swift um, Mount Rushmore without any kind of don't need to do any explanation for these um, but I would like to know um, our Mount Rushmore's for championship teams that should be in the Premier League so fallen giants or some of them will be mm-hmm. but uh, others maybe you know don't have to uh, don't have to have actually played in the Premier League at all um, who's going first me so yeah you can take your first pick and then I'll, I'll get two Right, I'm going to go for Leeds United. Um, they've had some great players in the... Uh, I remember they stopped us from winning a double. So we'd won... So winning the title back-to-back. So we'd won the double, Arsenal, in 20, uh, 2002. We won the FA Cup and the and the Premier League. And then the following season, we only won the FA Cup. And that was because with three games to go, with us on, like, I think, similar points to Man United, Mark Viduka <laughs> gave, uh, I believe... Martin Keown, a terrible afternoon, and we lost 3 2. I like the Duke. Uh, what a player, player he was. Australian, wasn't he? Yeah, the Australian Christian Vieri, who was yes. actually half Australian as well. So There you go. Full circle. Um, the staging was quite Ellen a big Road. staging. Ellen yeah, Road. Yeah, it's like 50,000. Yeah. 50, what are they 000. doing? Um, yeah, and they nearly made it, didn't they? They yeah. nearly made it uh, last in the, in the Championship playoffs. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Leeds United. Cool, that's a good pick. I can't argue with that. Uh, my first pick is going to be Premier League champions, uh, Blackburn Rovers. Um, I think if you're a, you know, yeah. flags fly forever, um, you should be up in the Premier League. And obviously my second choice, I've got to do it, Fulham. Uh, yeah. My team, uh, a good, you know, they've probably been in about half of the, the Premier League seasons that have existed. Um, and yeah, I think... Obviously, last year didn't go as planned, but we're looking pretty good this year. So, Fulham and Blackburn are my first two picks. Right, I'm going to go with Wigan Athletic. Um, you know, they won the FA Cup. They beat Man City. 
didn't yeah, they? I know, in the yeah, FA yeah. Cup final. Um, again, a decent stadium. They've been floating up and down. In they were kind of a bit of a yo-yo uh, club, and I think you know when they when they have gone up, they should have done better in the transfer market. Have been a bit more savvy. Maybe got a few loan deals in, and they they should be the size of their club. The fact that they've won the FA Cup, they should be in the Premier League. Okay, and your next oh, my pick. My next pick. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Cardiff. Um, I'm going to go with Cardiff because um, don't they have an owner? They've got an owner. Um, yes. With money. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. should be uh, making... the guy that changed their kit to a different color. He changed the kit. I don't know kit, if he's yeah. sold the glove or not. Um, but yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Um, they, <laughs> um, they. Yeah, they've got they've got a rich owner. They should be doing better in the transfer market. But also, like, along with another club in the championship, they're flying the flag for Wales, man. It's yeah. just it's just the, them too, really. Uh, that that's been kind of brought across to the sort of English, you know, Premier League or you know mm. um, divisions. Um, they between the one of them between the two of them, they they one of them should be in the Premier League, flying that flag for the Welsh. I agree. Uh, so my last two picks. Uh, another sleeping giant, um, not won the Premier League as it is, but obviously um, won the the top league, the first division, and also Champions League winners um, along, or the European Cup winners along the way. Nottingham Forest, um, they're pretty consistent as, yeah. a, as a championship team now. They, players, they tend to kind of survive every year, kind of a mid-table champion, championship team. But uh, yeah, I'd like to see them back up in the Premier League. Uh, and I'm going to take as my fourth pick Stoke because oh. every team uh, should have to play on a, on a cold, rainy yeah. Monday night uh, in Stoke. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Stoke's Test my... Test your minerals. Yeah, that's that's my fourth pick. And then you've got one more pick there, John. One more pick, one more pick. Um... There's arguments for a good couple of teams in here. Um, Charlton Athletic, they had a good run in the, in the Premier League. Uh, good club, good new academy. New to the Championship as well. And yeah, new to the Championship. They had a bit of a fall from grace. Um, uh, what else is in there? Bristol City. Bristol, Bristol, yeah. Bristol have never had a team in the top uh, division. Yeah, that's a good few. But I'm going to go with West Brom. I'm yeah. going to go with West Bromwich Albion. Um, they've got, you know rich history of being in the Premier League you know they've always caused like they're, all, they're a team that you can count on to like cause an upset like Chelsea go there on a Monday night and they lose 3-0 with Lukaku and his dreads back in the day yeah, you yeah. know just giving their defence a hard time like Arsenal used to struggle at <laughs> Berahino <laughs> yeah. Arsenal used to struggle against them they've had good players uh, is it Brunt? Yeah Chris like Brunt Chris that Brunt my head as well. um, um, you know I, I just think yeah, they, they were a little bit stale in that last season. Um, I don't think they did very well in a transfer market and uh, they kind of went down. But um, yeah, in my head, they're kind of the definition of like a yo yo club. Yeah, like they, they will be back are. up at some point, yeah. could be this year. I mean, if we look at the actual the other teams in the Championship that have previously played in the Premier League, you got Barnsley, Birmingham, uh, like you say, Cardiff, Derby, Huddersfield, Hull, Middlesbrough. Um, Borough could have been a good, good QPR, shot, yeah. Reading. Uh, I don't think. No, actually, Sheffield Wednesday, I think, have played. Yeah, in the they have. Yeah. yeah, they have. Um, didn't, um, didn't think he used to play for them, uh, Decanio. That's Paolo when he pushed. Decanio, yeah. He pushed the he pushed the ref, and then he pushed Nigel Winterburn, and they did that thing when he stumbled backwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the referee. Yeah, the yeah. referee stumbled backwards, and then yeah. Winterburn got in his face, and then he went what, like you yeah, know, and then, yeah. he, and then he flinched, and yeah, he had them all scared. So, I mean, with with exception of um, Brentford, Bristol City, uh, Luton, Millwall, I don't think have played no, in the Premier League. So. Uh, and I'd have to check my facts with Preston. I think they might have snuck in for a season. Um, but yeah, basically all the all other kind of 20 teams in the league uh, have been up in the Premier League at some point. So it's, it's an incredibly competitive league. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for it to start. Can't wait to get to Craven Cottage this year. Watch... Um, Fulham as I think every game is going to be winnable uh, mm. but equally uh, it could go the other way and Keeping Sessegnon? Well it looks like it it looks like perhaps the Gareth Bale situation at Real Madrid has actually had a big knock-on effect on all of all of mm. European champion, uh, transfers as you had probably Real Madrid were going to buy Christian Eriksen um, that doesn't look like it's going to happen mm. now so then Daniel Levy kind of has, has pulled the 
the purse strings a little tighter uh, and it looks like maybe Ryan Sessegnon will stay at Fulham. Um, of course, the downside to that is that we don't make any money on him because he, he'll be likely to leave on a, on a free next season. Yeah. Upside of that is we will be electric in, yeah. in, the, uh, in the championship this year because we've got Ivan Cavallero on loan from Wolverhampton and we've got Anthony Knockhart uh, in from Brighton so yeah. two great wingers yeah. plus Mitrovic in the middle Kearney Johansson McDonald in the midfield Sess could play left back and we and you know do a good job there good team um, so yeah it's good it's going to be an exciting year uh, my prediction that I'm happy to kind of go with on uh, the back to football podcast here is that we'll finish about fifth um, okay. and be in for another playoff run um, and hopefully at that point in the season we'll be uh, we'll be Cooking with gas, and uh, yeah, gas. we'll be uh, we'll have a, a decent amount of uh, momentum behind us. But mm. yeah, excited for it. Obviously, next week's uh, back to football podcast, we'll do more of a Premier League kind of uh, preview, and yeah. um, we know that we've got some some American listeners that will want a bit of um, pub talk or bar talk or uh, bar chat that they can yeah. they can have with their American. Pork yeah, Ameri- don't do pork scratches in America. Nah, though. nah, jerky, dogs. jerky, jerky, beef jerky, beef jerky is their pork scratching. Um, but yeah, I think we should we should round that off as our yeah. back to football segment this week. Um, yeah. As obviously the the boxing um, and Love Island was our main focus, but yeah, Love Island's gone. Long live the Queen. Uh, so John, <laughs> uh, you'll be back with me next week. No, unlikely. Very unlikely. Well, maybe we'll I get am... you in as a video link. Or yes. A... Oh, yeah, we can sort that out. I am in Campersand. Nice. Week. It's a good place. Yeah. Um... Caravan or chalet? Uh, chalet, I believe. Hotel, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. somewhere. It will so be somewhere to lay my head. Yeah. Um, but we'll be at the beach and taking the kids down the slides and the swimming pools and enjoying that. So that... Sweet. I will be there. So yes, please do enjoy that. Get me on a video link or something. Yeah, we'll sort something out. Um, and yeah, once again, thanks for listening. If you got all the way through, someone did actually hit me with a, a like a they commented back with something that we talked about on the show this week, which is quite good. Like in person. Oh, I'll tell cool. you about it more after the show. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice, nice to know that people are paying yeah, attention. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, so. Join us next week. Um, Thanks for listening and we'll see you soon. Take care.